Good morning, people. As long as you know, you know that I know that you know that I know. That you want to fuck me. Oh, dear. <laughs> Welcome back to hashtag just saying, and now my mic is on. Want to take two? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do not want to take two. It's one take. I'm a one take pony. <laughs> okay. Let's get down to it. Right? Um, last night, I went to... Well, I went to a New York Giants game and they happened to be playing at <laughs> Gillette Stadium, which is the home of the New England Patriots. I was gotten, gotten, given, gotten, <laughs> I was gotten given uh, tickets, <laughs> tickets for my birthday, and um, so I'm going to tell you about my night. Uh, if you don't like football, I'm not going to get too into football, so don't get upset. I am a Giants fan. I've been a Giants fan since I was like seven years old, okay? I take a lot of heat for it. I'm used to it. I don't care, Okay. So, in anticipation of the evening, I decided to wear my Giants hat. Okay? So, I have on my Giants hat. And yeah, she's wearing a St. Louis one right now. I, but this is, my, this is my most comfortable hat. <laughs> I love this hat because it's so comfy. And the one you get the most shit for. I get more shit from this St. Lu- from the, the, the New Orleans hat. Than anything. Than any Giants hat or anything I could, else I could wear. I've gotten more people like Saints, huh? It's, it's like cool I, colors and it's free. I just like the hats. Just leave me alone. It was free. It's free. It's for me. <laughs> so I had on Giants hat. I had a red hoodie. We go to um, <clears throat> the stadium, and I was expecting to, I was expecting to be vastly outnumbered. One. And I was kind of expecting a lot of heat. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I really didn't get any shit at all. Nice. Uh, it was minimal. It, it was more playful, I think, than anything. Right? Tee. Yeah. So. <laughs> As you wish. So we get to our seats. The seats are pretty nice, right? So I'm watching, like, everybody else file in, and I'm noticing all of the Giants people. And they're all wearing Saquon Barkley shirts, which I was laughing because he's been out for, like, three weeks, and he wasn't even playing. And I'm like, he's not playing, do you know? Well, it's like, you. I think every team has those fans that still have the jerseys from, like, 15 years ago. Of someone who hasn't played in eight years, right? And they still wear the jersey, right? Is that this? Yeah, he's out on injury. He might play next week. Who knows, right? So I was kind of laughing. I'm like, you, you know, wearing your Saquon jersey. He's not even playing. And so I'm sitting there, and they were like two little kids ahead of me. They were two rows ahead. <clears throat> Freaking frack. Yeah. And they had on Odell Beckham Jr. shirts, which Aww. I was like, ooh, get those on clearance. Because <laughs> he doesn't play for the Giants anymore. And so but I didn't say anything. And two rows behind me 
were these adults, we'll call them, and they were looking at the Alleged. kids, and they were looking at the kids booing them. They were like, hey, kid, boo. <laughs> I'm like, that's not polite at all. So the kids were like half turn around, and they're like, huh? And I said, hey, kid. And he turns around, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey. I said, I got you. I got you. I got you, babe. Yeah. So it was funny. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, ha. And then there was a guy like three seats away from them, and he had on he had on like a giant's hat. He had on the giant a giant's leather jacket. I was like, "Aren't you pimp?" And uh, you probably just bought him. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, look at me!" That was the first time wearing him. Yeah. So I mean, we were all trying to like get in each other's sights so that we could you know help each other if need be. So, yeah. So the game starts, and uh, the Giants actually started out doing really well, and it quickly fizzled. (laughs) By the second half, I was like, what happened? Who are you? I don't know who you are. So (laughs) there was was two guys ahead of me, right? The, The very row in front of me. And one guy... Uh, when the when the the Patriots were doing something correctly, which actually yeah, didn't actually. happen all actually didn't happen all that mm. often, uh, he would turn to the people around him and high five, high five, boom, 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 high five club, boom, 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 <laughs> and he turned around. Now I went with my nephew, my older nephew, and he would turn around and he would high five my nephew, right? And the first few times he did it, he kept. He'd put a hand up to me, and then he'd go, oh, <laughs> because of my hat, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, you don't get a high five. And he'd turn around. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the funny thing was is his friend, who quickly became my friend, when the Giants did something well, he would turn to me and go, here you go, and he would <laughs> high five me so that I had somebody to high five when the Giants did something well. And it was pissing his friend off, and I think that was part of the plan. <laughs> Seriously, because his friend was like, come on. And these were like older guys. They weren't like young guys. So it was kind of funny. He turned around and he goes, I want you to know. He goes, I, I, I don't like your hat. And I said, okay. And he goes, and I want you to know it. You know, he said something like it, it bothers me or something. He's like, oh, the, what you're doing to me. And I said, well, if it helps you. I'm in a lot of pain. And he looked at me and he goes, actually, that does help a little bit. I said, well, there you go. Because let me tell you, I was in a really good section and I was 20 rows up. Okay, I was on the 10-yard line. 20 rows up from the 10-yard line. Sweet. And everybody stood. They stood for almost the entire game, which is why my legs still hurt today. And my back. My legs and my back. Wow. Yeah. I know that one. I was I was messed up. <clears throat> I'm like, man, can't we sit? It was like we were in There's the middle. There's a seat right here that was paid for for me. We I like to sit in it. We were in the middle of the thing, and I'm just looking. I'm like, wouldn't it be great if we all sat? <laughs> I'm just like, doesn't anybody else want to sit? And my, my nephew actually, um, actually, he does masonry, and he messed up his knee. He has to have, like, 
surgery on his knee. And he goes, I feel you with your legs. He's like, my knee's going to be hurting. I was like, good, we'll have a limping contest so you can get out of the stadium faster. <laughs> He's like, nope, no contest there. Um, <clears throat> so that was kind of funny. Now, what, what was going on, which I didn't know about that, next to him, oh, my God. Okay, uh, one quick thing, right? Behind Wait, me. pause it for a minute. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Behind me, almost, like, behind me and over one, was a young lady. Uh, she couldn't have been more than 25. <clears throat> Mentally, probably about 12. And through the whole game, aside from when she would leave to go get more drinks, and we were all happy. Oh, I need a drink. She would scream either, Brady! Or, Edelman, I love you! And I'm like, lady, he doesn't want to fuck you. Like, nobody even <laughs> nobody even wants to look at you right now. And Brady's married. Yes. With children. I guess. <laughs> Edelman needs a shave again. He's got that oh, stupid, yeah. big, thick beard going back yeah. again. But here's the thing, <sighs> right? And then... <laughs> and I was laughing my ass off, right? Because, like... The, 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 the Patriots' offense in the beginning of this game did not do well, right? They were not doing well. Brady got, do better by the fourth. Anyway. Brady got picked off, um, and he got sacked about three times. And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh you should see me when they, he hit the ground. I was like, oh, yeah, senior citizen down! <laughs> senior citizen down! Somebody help get the stretcher! Get his life alert! Beep, beep, I'm falling! I can't get up! Senior down! I was dying. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> and um, the, the people around me were not happy. But the girl would go, you know, she she was one of those people like, come on, offense, you know, do something, score. Come on, score. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what do you think their plan was when they were on the field? Do you think their plan was to not get points on the board? <laughs> And then, like, defense was on the field. And she's like, come on, defense, stop him. Come on, defense, blah, 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 And I'm like, and I, I just, I, I'm holding my tongue. And I heard her behind me talking to somebody else. So I turned to my nephew and I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know who she thinks she's helping. I was like, but I can just imagine, like, the, the, def the defensive coordinator on the field going, you know what, guys? That gal is right. <laughs> Uh, we're not playing defense properly, and she's the only one who's pointed it out. Uh, we need to really step our game up, according to her, and stop the hole. <laughs> yep. Thank God she was screaming. Thank God we heard her over an entire stadium. My God. Now, last year, I think it was last year, for Jay's birthday, uh, I took him to a Mets game. because I hate baseball, but he likes the Mets. So... We went to a Mets baseball game, and at that time they had a player, and I don't remember know his first name, but his last name was Bruce. And the guy behind us, the whole game, would yell, Bruce! And I looked at Jay, and I'm like, this guy's driving me crazy. And I heard him yelling, Bruce! Even after the game, on the ride home, while I was trying to go to sleep, all I heard in my head was, Bruce! And it's a joke with me and Jay now, just like, Bruce! So I looked at my nephew and I told him that story and I said, I'm going to hear this bitch <laughs> in my fucking ear when I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm, all I'm going to hear is her going, Edelman! 
Bruce! Like, Bruce! <laughs> All I'm going to hear is this woman. Now, one more thing I got to tell you, and this... This is funny. My my uh, my nephew was like, "Man, we got a game and a soap opera." There, there was a couple next to him, and they were there with two other people. So it's a guy and his girlfriend, and then his two friends. Right? I don't know what happened. One of the friends, he he was gone. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he was out smoking weed. I don't know. The other one, before the game even started, he was hammered. Of like red, red-eyed. And, like, weaving tipsy. He was the guy that I texted you about earlier. I was like, this guy came back with food uh, to the thing. He had a, a hamburger, like a cheeseburger, like a big old cheeseburger, and some uh, some fries. And he oh, got to oh, his, fries he gave me. Yeah, a big fucking tub of fries. And he gets almost to his seat, <clears> and he drops the hamburger. And his look, he went like this. Like his, he had the most dejected, heartbroken look, and I was laughing my ass off just because he just looks so sad and dejected. And then he, but you know, he brightened up. He was like, "I got fries," because that's how hammered he was. He was like, "I lost my burger, but I still Come got some on. fries." You're the hammer that shouldn't matter. Five second rule. Uh, I know. Pick right? that burger up and eat it. I know, right? Plus, you would think that it might be like wasn't wrapped up or no. I, it was uh, he had taken it out of the wrapper to eat. Oh, what an idiot! Yeah, yeah. yeah. You wait till you get the seat for that. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that that was wrapped, you'd be all set. No, no, no. <clears throat> so <laughs> that I mean, he was pretty screwed. So he was like, "But I still got fries." So he still had a good night. He still had a good night. Now, I didn't realize this was going on until my nephew told me afterward. But when he told me, I put the pieces together and I was like, oh, that's why. Now, that couple was fighting, apparently, half the night. And my nephew goes, you know they broke up and got back together twice <laughs> during the course of this game? He said, and then finally, he just looked at her and said, I'm done with you. And that was it. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, she was crying. He goes, I kind of wanted to pat her on the head and be like, girl, it's all right. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even. I thought I saw her like wiping tears away, and I was like, Nah, she can't be crying. It's football. Nobody cries in a football game, you know, unless you're Tara and the Giants are losing. That would be funnier if you guys were at a baseball game. I know nobody cries in baseball, but I was like, <laughs> This is wrong. So I said, I said, Well, what happened? And he said, I couldn't figure out what was going on. He said, But she kept bugging him during the game, and I was like, Well, you know what? I was like. There are times and places to have your couples, you know, spat. Yeah. I was like, in a football stadium is not where you want to, like, work out your your couple differences. And paying for those tickets? Holy crap, yes. Exactly. And apparently he had never gotten, like, that good a seat before. So he was psyched. And he wanted to watch the game. And she was over here like, we need to talk about our feelings. And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) I got none for you right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> I got none for you. <laughs> I know. And at one point, this is this was horrible and funny. I seriously, I was like, oh my god, that's oh, it's funny. She, she, they had like these cups, right? These like these big cups, and they had a little handle on it, and they had the Patriots on it. It's like Patriots, and apparently, like you get it, like like a soda or beer or something. So she goes, 
oh, I'd really like a Patriot's Cup. And in my head, I'm thinking, then go buy one. <laughs> They're everywhere. So her her betrothed, temporarily betrothed, because he's about to dump her, goes out and gets a drink with the cup. And then comes back, and she's like, oh, boy, but she's really happy. Like, oh, you got me the cup. And then he goes, nah, it's not for you. And he turned around and gave it to his friend. I was like, oh, shit. What an ass. Yes, but hilarious. <laughs> And then my uh, my nephew said that he heard him say, uh, "You know what? After this, you know, after this, I'm done with you, and I'm just gonna go work with my dad and move in with him, and I can't live with you anymore." And blah 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 blah. And, like he had his whole life planned out, right? So I started laughing. I'm like, "Man," I said, "He was gonna break up with her anyway. He had his escape route already planned. He's like, he had his life planned out. He's like, I'm gonna go here and do this, <clears throat> and this, and work here, and blah blah blah." <laughs> Why do it at a game? I don't know. They were gone. Uh, they were gone when the fourth quarter started. They left. Now you say he was loud when he was doing all this? He wasn't that loud. I didn't hear him. I was going to say, maybe his plan was just to embarrass the shit out of her in front of everybody. No. no, I don't think. I think he just generally wanted to watch the game, and she just kept <clears> like, because like, he'd turn and talk to his friends, and she'd like pull him around to, to like face to face with her. And, well, which I didn't know. My, my you bring my her, you pay attention to her too. I know you get to spread your time around, but you know at the same little time, for you, little for you, At the same time, it's like you know, like I said, she wanted to have this big. <clears throat> I don't know what she was trying to do, but I'm like, you know, she should have waited until they got to the parking lot or the car or whatever. You know, our home, home is a much better place. To do that kind of shit. Release the car. You can just pull over and er, get out. <laughs> oh, you need to get out. <laughs> get the step in. You need to get out. There's a look. See that pavement? Stop pounding. <laughs> Stop pounding that pavement. So we left. My nephew was like, what time do you want to go? And I said, um, yeah, whatever time. Because I, I had already resigned myself to the fact that I was going to not get any sleep. And he's like, ah... You know, I kind of want to beat the traffic out or whatever. And I said, well, you know, if you want to. So it's like the middle of the fourth quarter. And he goes, do you want to go? And I said, well, because the Giants were about to get the ball back. So I said, let me see what they do with this possession. And, you know, if they do any, if they can make magic happen, because <laughs> it was still a very close game. I said, if they can make magic happen, then we'll, we'll stay. And he's like, okay, we'll leave it up to fate then. <laughs> fucking giants have the ball i think on the 30 maybe um daniel jones giants quarterback throws an interception it gets run back for a touchdown i looked at my nephew and i was like let's fucking go and he goes really and i was like then they can't come back from that now it's 28 to 14 or something i was like they can't they can't come back with eight minutes it was less That's than good, but it was not less the Giants. Well, he had any receiver worth a damn was out on injury. So mm. he had nobody to throw to. And he couldn't. It was funny because, like, he would. I know this is. I promised I wouldn't talk about football, but. He, like, he would step back out of the pocket and he was literally scanning the field for anybody. And he's like, what? Look, a lineman. Here you go. Who? Run. What? Who? Where? Who? Who? And he was like. Uh -huh. And he was waiting too long because you can't. The Patriots have the kind of defense where it's like, you got to do, if you're going to throw the ball, you got to do it quick. Um, and they kept getting to him. Run. And exactly. 
And the only thing that I would say about Daniel Jones that Daniel can do that Eli cannot is Play. he's a much better yeah <laughs> is he's a much better scrambler. So out of the pocket he was running, and he actually ran with the ball a few times. I'm like, that's how you know like the desperation of a quarterback where he's like, I have nobody to throw to. Guess I'm doing it myself. <laughs> and I heard that um, Brady surpassed his brothers. Uh, yes, Brady record. went past Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> the only one who's got a beat now is Drew Brees. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. As long as he passed Peyton's. I know you hate Peyton, so uh, I know. I mean, like, like, like I hate a beard. Like I hate a beard. Uh, I tell you, but Daniel did nothing for my fantasy football team this week. So. Damn, Daniel. I know, Daniel. Shit. Why? So, I mean, if you're to take one thing away from the beginning of this show, it's that if you're going to have a heart-to-heart with your betrothed, don't do it in the middle of, like, a football thing. Don't, you know, pick your spots. I mean, it's time Do it at home so you can tell the other one, you stay here. I mean, there was no reason for her to leave. And I'm not trying to, like, pick on her because I don't know what her situation was, but... See, at first I thought you were going to tell me that she was one of those people that went with them... They're like, who's that? What's that? I don't think she was into football at all because she she wanted to talk to him. What's offense and what's defense? She wasn't really paying attention. What's a tight end? You know, all those type of questions. I th- yeah, I think she just went to go. The ones that you should ask somebody like when you're watching it on TV. <laughs> I think she just went to go, which mm. is fine. But if somebody's trying to like enjoy the thing, don't bother them while they're enjoying the mm. thing just because you don't enjoy the thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You want a cup? We'll get a cup. So, we I know, I it's a, 20 minutes in, I haven't done my horn yet. We record the first uh, 30 or so minutes of the show. We post that up on YouTube. YouTube people, we post the entire podcast, which is a little bit longer than this, a little bit. <laughs> uh, you can find a it on... A wee bit. I know, you find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Play uh, The last episode did... Uh, Quite well. Yay! I'm very happy about that. The um, the live... Well, we, it wasn't live. The live me- for us. The Memorexed uh, episode in the uh, what Opera is House. It? And they were awesome, by the way. And we're trying to like plan maybe going back at some point. So that'll be good. Yes. That's all my, that's all my horn. Got all that done. Yay! Yay, horn! Yay! I got a, I got a text from my niece the other day. <clears throat> and she said... Now, apparently in that episode, either before we started recording or after, or perhaps during, I had made a comment about people who say, um. Yeah, you, and, you talked about that during the show. And right? how I don't like when I say it, because I hear mm-hmm. myself say it, and I'm like, stop, 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 stop. And she, she wrote me a text. She said, I had no idea how many people say, um, till you <laughs> pointed it out to me. She said, and now I hear it all day. She said, I don't like it. And I said, well, you Sucks, know. doesn't it, huh? I, said, I know. And then I was like, well, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember what I said. And then she said, well, instead of saying, um, I'm just going to say nothing. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, but that's awkward. <laughs> like, because a lot of people say, um, to try to, like, let their brain catch up with their mouth. Yeah. Which is what I do anyway. <laughs> and if you're, like, talking to somebody, instead of saying, um, you're just like this. Like, oh, so we were going to the... Uh, Where are we going? Flea market? It's like, it's a weird, awkward pause. 
He's like, I don't know. If you're okay with weird, awkward pauses, <clears throat> I don't know that I am. <laughs> I don't know that I am. I'm awkward enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I was hurting so bad last night from the... Because they <clears throat> stood. I was like, everybody sit down. But I could figure out where the commercials were. Right? Like, where they would play the commercials. And the players would literally just be standing in a huddle in the middle of the thing, like, waiting for the commercial break to be over. So, so where are you getting food later? Yeah, I know. We all going to Taco Bell or what? You going to the Red Robin? We'll meet a Red Robin. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks on me, bro. I got you. So, when that was happening, I'd, I'd like, nudge my nephew and be like, commercial! And we'd sit down. Because he was in pain, too. So we'd sit, and we were, like, the only ones sitting. <clears throat> And then, like, when you hear the ref go, beep, blow his little whistle, it's like standing up again. Like, ah, oh, shit. Uh. I, that's exactly what was happening. <laughs> that's exactly I was, like, moaning. I'm like, oh, God. Because if you didn't, everyone in front of you would be blocking your view, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We were like, you know, the You best... always get that person that's taller than you. Like, you're right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of slanted, but still, I mean... <laughs> Hey, Lurch, Anybody. sit down. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, only 5'6". I can't see shit. Exactly. So I was like, man, this isn't handy. Then I said, well, the best place to be, I guess, would be like the first or second row. Rang. Because then you could be like, I'm not standing. <laughs> oh, I was so... This is going to sound horrible to me. This is going to sound horrible to anybody, mm. right? But... I want you to know my heart was pure, right? I, I have to put that out there, that my heart was pure, my intentions were good, right? So we were seated, and it was all, it was like, you know, pre-game, we're all ready to go. Now, pre-game, they had these cancer survivors and the caretakers on the sideline, and they all had different uh, poster boards for what, for the color coordinator for what cancer they were fighting, right? Mm -hmm. So... I can't believe I'm going to tell you guys this. I don't care. So they were all aside. Now, this was like wrapped around end zone all across, right? There's a ton of people. So they were like, you know, we like to introduce you to the, the I don't know what, they were probably like part of St. Jude's or something. So then like, we'd like to introduce, you know, bring them out to the middle of the field. And, you know, and so they all came out to the middle of the field and people were applauding. <sighs> Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> this is where I'm going to show that I'm an asshole. But I don't think I'm an asshole because my heart was pure. I told you that. Right? So, they all come out to me in the field and people start standing up. So, then I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but in my head, <laughs> in my head, I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, you got to stand up for a cancer survivor. So I was like, all right. So I stood up. But I did it so dejectedly that I was just like, man, you're horrible. <laughs> like, these people fought cancer, and you're like, my leg hurts. <laughs> will, you, will you like this again later? What do you mean? Please rise for our national anthem. Oh, God. Oh, again? Yes. I did. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> I did. Oh, when they did the, they did the like, remove your hat. Well, you and should. I, and I was sitting there and I was like, mm, <laughs> does God care about my hat? No, nah, I don't think that God, that God would care. I did you take should. my hat. I, I took my hat off because I was sitting That's there. That's a rare moment to see her without a hat. Because I was sitting there thinking to myself. Self? 
myself. <laughs> um, I have a giant hat on. I'm not completely surrounded. A lot of by... people around you will be happy you take that hat off. I, I wasn't completely <laughs> surrounded by Patriots fans, but I was outnumbered, right? That would hope so. And I was thinking to myself, like, <laughs> if I don't take the hat off, either two things are going to happen. They're going to be like, look at that asshole Giants fan who wouldn't take their hat off. Or You'll be in the paper. Yeah, or I'm going to get, like, harassed. Somebody's going to verbally say something to me. All the way out. Neither of which I wanted. So, I have something in my eye. So, I was like... Your finger. Uh, beside my finger. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, I guess I got to take the hat off. So, I took the hat off. But I had my hoodie on, so I had my hood up. <laughs> <laughs> so, my head was... You still- can't see my hair! So my head was still covered. <laughs> Are you kidding? I was waiting for the sky to open up and it downpour. It had been raining well, if all you were day. Today, it would have. It was been raining all day. I'm like, it's just gonna pour. It didn't rain all night. I was very happy. It was windy as hell though. Oh yeah. Kept oh, well, there's nor'easter, nor'easter, and like for two days, all we got was uh, strong winds, like 40 to 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Now today we get the rain with it. Oh yeah, messed up my commute. Can I just tell you one thing, right? One thing? Yeah, I know. I'm full of things. <laughs> I was on my way home tonight, right? I'm driving down Route 24. Can I just say, anybody listening, that if you don't like to drive in the rain or the snow, and it's doing either of those things <clears throat> out, either a stay home, or b don't get in the passing lane. And do like twenty miles an hour. You 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 feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So I was driving, and I'm I'm behind this person, and they're going very slow. So I go around them. So now it's me and a truck. Now, I am, I'm not really tailgating. But there's really not enough room for a car to get between us either, right? Mm. So this little white piece of shit Honda that's in the center lane decides, well, I could fit in there. They right. Put, they put their blinker on with a moment's notice. It was like they put the blinker on as they were jerking the wheel. Yeah. So it was like, boom, boom. So I had about two seconds reaction. I had about two seconds reaction time. So I didn't rear end them, but I was pissed. Mm -hmm. So I hit my horn. Now, I didn't hit my horn like, I hit my horn like, beep, you did something stupid. Right? (laughs) Boop, something stupid just happened. And it was you. (laughs) Right? Mm. You feel it? You feel it. So I'm like, you're an idiot. Now, they roll down their window. I assume they had to use the crank method. They roll down their window. Out comes the finger. And they are giving me the most violent middle finger I've ever gotten in my life. This wasn't just like, hey. This was. I'm like, okay, you have a problem. And so I put my window down. <clears throat> and I stuck my hand out and I went like this. <laughs> I gave him the thumbs up and then I went, Yay! <laughs> because I couldn't think of anything better to yell. 
What, besides asshole or... Yeah, I'm just... Crash into a pole? Listen, yelling profanity at someone takes very little imagination and very little effort, right? Giving someone a thumbs up and yelling yay, I think, is a little more imaginative, shall we say? Yeah. They did not appreciate that at all. (laughs) And the finger came back out. I got more for you. (laughs) Part two, right? Part two. So I'm like, okay. So. Instead, this is my confessions. This is my middle finger. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay. Well, now I got to do. Now I got to do it, right? They, stupidly, left plenty of room between them and the truck. Right? Guess what you did. Guess what Tara did. <laughs> Guess what Tara just did. Click. I went into the center lane, sped up, which was no problem to get ahead of them because they were doing like 30 miles an hour. Sped up. Boom, boom. <laughs> did the exact same thing to them, which they did not like, by the way. I got the finger again, the horde. And brights. I got brights on that exchange. And I just, window down, thumbs up. (laughs) Woo, yay! Yep. Now, I'm driving, and they are so angry behind me. I'm getting all brights. They're so pissed, right? Now, the truck, I noticed, is also keeping 22 cars between him and the, uh, the car ahead of him. So I'm like, I'm getting around this truck. So I go to the center lane. Then the truck finally figures out, like, oh, wait a minute, I think I'm driving too slow. And they speed up. You think? Now, now guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I am now side by side with the white Honda and the Superfinger. <laughs> right? And the super finger against the super thumb. Yes. <laughs> and I'm getting the finger and I'm getting some kind of verbal. Bah, 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 bah. I just looked over and I was like, you're awesome. <laughs> right. Because what else am I going to do? And then I whoosh, hit the gas. Got ahead of that truck. Never saw them again because I was just like, <laughs> boom. They tried one other time to try to get ahead of me and it failed epically. Because they I were wish the, they crashed. They were. I, I know. Me too. Because they were in the center lane, and that lane started to slow down for some reason. So they ended up like eight cars behind me. And I'm like, ha, ah, bitches. That's when you go. I know, right? <laughs> That's when you give them the finger back. But I was just like, you guys suck. <laughs> My gosh. Ugh, people. As I have found that like <clears throat> being, being weird and nice like that, or like not not going like on the level that they're doing oftentimes will make people more angry like if 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 the if you're not reciprocating their anger mm-hmm. like if they're like flipping you off being like blah, 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 and you're just like good job you drive best <laughs> like people get like what the fuck like they get so angry it's kind of funny fun's way you find it well, I, guess. I don't know what the hell is wrong with some people these days oh. is either i don't know Yesterday or the other day, yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend on uh, her cell phone, but she she had me on um, speaker. Yeah, and she was driving past a school mm-hmm. in traffic, and I guess 
the crossing guy was letting some kids cross, mm. or a couple of people cross, and I heard a horn go off, like, beep. Mm. She said that one person in that line was honking because they were letting kids cross. The impatient. Like, why are we even here? Either stay yeah. home or leave earlier. Oh, oh, first of all. Why the hell would you be honking because they're letting kids cross to go to school? First of all, I try to leave earlier. My dog <laughs> That has doesn't to, work. My dog has to poop. <laughs> the dog always delays me. I'm like 10 minutes because she goes exploring. I'm like, you go to the backyard. <laughs> well, you got a huge yard. You go to the backyard all the time. You know what's back there. I need to go to work so I can keep you in the lifestyle that you're living. <laughs> oh. Up to your neck and dog bones. Come back in. I need to go to work. So. Buttons. Yes. Now, what have you got, Sean? Well, my favorite time of the year is coming up. I know. And I found some summer funny. Some are just regular Halloween stories. Okay. Which, um... <laughs> Pretty soon we're gonna have a special guest again. Oh no! I talked to him. <laughs> He's coming back. I like how Sean's so coy about it. He's like, <laughs> we spoke. <laughs> I think he might be here next week. Oh yay! Finish up the month. What is that? Not uh, blah blah blah. Next next week isn't the uh, no the last Saturday in the in the um, the last Friday in the month. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No. I think we got two. Yeah. Then the 31st is on a Thursday this year. Oh, poop. Yes. <laughs> that sucks balls. It does. <clears throat> All right, here's the first story. This took place in Germany. Ooh, guten Tag. <laughs> Passengers on a train thought that a Halloween uh, reveler who was dressed up as a zombie was actually a murder victim. They were alarmed because his hands and face were smeared with what looked like blood because they suspected foul play. Fellow passengers on the train called the police and alerted ambulance service. When paramedics arrived, they soon realized the 24-year-old man was in a drunken slumber rather than dead. A little rather la- than dead. A little later, the police... He's not dead. We poked him on the stick. He probably did. Hey, you okay? Hello? Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> a little later, police boarded the train, questioned the man, asked him to remove his frightening makeup. He was then allowed to continue his train journey home. He had to de-makeup himself, though. What if he was coming <laughs> back from a Comic-Con? What if he's going to one? <laughs> exactly. He's like already a, drunk. Like a party or something? Mm-hmm. You want to show up drunk? Uh all right, this person's name uh, is actually Crisscross. Ah, tor- jump, jump! <laughs> a tourist in Vienna is going past Vienna's graveyard in on October thirty first. All of a sudden, he hears some music. No one is around, so he starts searching for the source. Chris finally locates the origin and finds it coming from a grave with a headstone that reads Ludwig van Beethoven. 1770 to 1827. <laughs> then he realizes that the music is a ninth symphony and is being played backwards. Oh, creepy. Puzzled, he leaves the graveyard and per- persuades 
uh, a friend to return with them. By the time they arrive back at the grave, the music has changed. This time it is a seventh symphony, but like the previous piece, is playing backwards. Curious, the men agree to consult a music scholar. When they return with the expert, the fifth symphony is playing again backwards. The expert notices the symphonies are being played in reverse order in which they are composed, the ninth, then seventh, and the fifth. By the next day, word is spread and a throng is gathered around the grave. They're all listening to the second symphony being played backwards. Just then, the grave's caretaker ambles up to the group. Someone in the crowd asks him if he has an explanation for the music. And he said, quote, oh, it's nothing to worry about. He's just decomposing. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a long story for that punchline, but so worth it. <laughs> Holy crap. And those of you who don't get it, he's a music composer. Dying but, um, or dead. Um, so decomposing. Ha ha. <laughs> it's funny, y'all. It's very funny. <laughs> Uh, this has to do with like trick-or-treating. I had a kid come to my door later than all the other kids. He's dressed in all red. Uh, he didn't say trick-or-treat. He said, sorry I'm late. I'm your period. Oh, ew! <laughs> and in which case you'd be like, thank God you're here. <laughs> thought I was going to have to buy that <laughs> test. <laughs> oh, bad late than never. Yeah. <clears throat> this one here, the person said... I dressed up like Forrest Gump and went to a Halloween costume contest. A random guy I didn't know came as Lieutenant Dan, the version in the wheelchair, okay. with long hair. Oh, these people were meant to be together. <laughs> By himself. We teamed up and won $1,000. Nice! Fate? I believe so. Oh, I really wanted that to end with, and we're married now. <laughs> married? Married! <laughs> One time, my mom did a a full witch costume, green face and all. Neighbor asked, finally dressed as your true self? She said, no, I modeled it off your wife's wedding photos. Oh! We don't speak to them anymore, and to be fair, he was rude for no reason. Wow. (laughs) A return burn. Yeah. I like it. Nice. My husband stuffed his clothes to make a scarecrow and sat it on a bench, um... Weeks before Halloween. On Halloween, he traded places with it and scared the hell out of trick-or-treaters. <laughs> so for weeks, everybody just knew it was a fake like scarecrow type thing. And then he switched places and scared the fuck out of them. <laughs> I was at a party and two people dressed as Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump started making out. That's making America great again. Oh, jeez. LOL. What's scary is that four people, or was it, was it four? It was two people? Yes. Was it was it two couples or two people? I was at a party and two people dressed as Hillary and Donald. So I guess oh. one and two. Okay. I was gonna say if four people showed up as Hillary <laughs> and Donald, that's weird. That would be. One time I went to a Halloween party dressed as Waldo. My friends thought it would be funny to pretend they couldn't find me the whole night. <laughs> Assholes. Seriously. <laughs> Waldo's pretty easy to find, though. Seriously. I don't think it's a problem. 
I was dressed as Mr. Peanut and got pulled over by a cop. Mr. what? Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut? He thought I was a potato and asked if I was baked. <laughs> Son? What's the matter with you? <laughs> I was dressed as Tony the Tiger and lost my track lost track of my friends at a bar. But luckily three strangers dressed as Snap Crackle and Pop were sitting on the other side of the bar. Spent the rest of the night with them talking about cereal. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with cereal conversation. Cereal killers. <laughs> Once saw five people walk into public toilets dressed as the Avengers, they came out as the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> they know, they switched teams pretty quick. They went from Marvel to DC. <laughs> I was dressed as a, I was dressed up as a fortune teller at a costume party. A guy comes up to me and asks me to read his palm. I told him he'd get drunk and have a great time. He came back an hour later and told me I'm the real deal and fell over a table. <laughs> Girl, you know your stuff. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> Girl, you know it. Yeah, I know. I lived alone and while drunk, I egged my own house. Like- <laughs> It was all cleaned up the next morning. Oh, so you made the mess and cleaned it up? Yeah, he did. Wow. <laughs> Can you picture someone being drunk and they're egging their own house, though? I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> Come out, you prick. I, don't care I know you're in there. <laughs> I know you're in there. Get out of here. <sighs> when I was younger, I dressed up as a tree for Halloween. I went to a door mm. where a guy jumped out with a chainsaw and scared me. I cried. Ironic? No. Oh. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so he made like a tree and got out of there? Well, you know how people like cut down trees with chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, a kid came to my door once wearing a full shirt of small cereal boxes with knives sticking out of the sides of each box. I asked him what he was to be. He said, I'm a cereal killer. But um bunch. Someone jumped out and scared me in the Hall of Mirrors at a haunted house attraction. I bolted, ran straight into a mirror, and my glasses cut my face. Oh! Bled so much all over my clothes, people thought I was one of the monsters in the haunted house. I'm part of this attraction! <laughs> my, dad once, my dad once dressed as a whoopee cushion and made fart noises every time he walked past someone. Ew. Uh, let's see, two more. One year, a man... In my childhood neighborhood, uh, handed out little religious comic books of a kid getting hit by a car while trick-or-treating. Oh! <laughs> How's that religious? Jeez! This one, do not attempt. I had to write that so I can remember to say this. Okay. One time I cracked open a glow stick and drank it. Not that I was dared, but I wanted to know if I could see my stomach would glow. Ooh! dumb. <laughs> yes. Now I'm trying to think of like what... Okay. What Halloween-y type thing you might have? No, I got a couple of Halloween stuff. Um, I just, uh, just like, what am I... What do I do? <laughs> so, oh, I actually have a bee story for you real quick. The bee! Yeah, so you reminded me with the, um, he handed out the things about trick-or-treaters getting hit by cars or something. Mm-hmm. So I was I I decided to have my nephew drive last night because I don't <clears throat> I get like crazy about traffic like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know where I was going. 
And so I said, do you mind driving? He's like, no, I'll drive. So I let him drive my car. So we were driving. Get out of my dreams. Yeah. So we were driving. We were driving at like 95 for a couple minutes. <clears throat> and I noticed that, I mean, he's just like, I mean, he's not, he's driving, but it's not anything like I would think he would drive. So <laughs> apparently he sensed my curiosity and he said, what? No, no, no. He said, he's like driving. He goes, oh, by the way, this is how I drive now. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, the speed limit. I went, you drive the speed limit? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so I said, why? Now, he's. it's not that he's gotten tickets for speeding, but he works in the city. Um, they, they have these guys come in and do masonry work in, in the city, and there's really nowhere for them to park. They just park on the street, right? So they ultimately get tickets, right? Now, he has had his registration suspended for not paying his parking tickets before. Okay, so he's um, the all the tickets that he's had, and every time it, it goes, you know, he forgets to pay them. Whatever he has to go to traffic school. So he went to the the traffic school the first time, and then he went again. He goes, Tara. The third time you go, he said they don't even bother with classwork anymore. He goes, they put you in a room and watch you make you watch movies. About, like, blood on the highway and stuff. He's like, they make you watch these bloody, horrible movies. <laughs> and I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And that's all it is. He goes, the first day, his wife came to pick him up. And he got in the car. He goes, we were driving. And I'm like, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. You're going too fast. Oh, my God. We're going to die. <laughs> he goes, I was scared the whole time. <laughs> He goes, I just don't even fuck around anymore. I just do the speed limit. And I said, well, good for you. I can't drive like that. <laughs> My God. I wish. Well, if any of our listeners are out, out there, um, we're on strike two and you got strike three coming. Yeah. Strike... Let it happen. You can see some cool videos. Strike three is the bloody you're going to die a horrible death video. Go for it. Yeah. Check out those movies. Let us know how it is. Check <laughs> Let us know what you think. He was horrified. And, you know, he's not a squeamish guy. Not, I don't think so. Maybe he is. But he was like, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Humanity. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, wow. They really got to you, huh? So, since we were talking about trick-or-treaters and stuff, Yay! very briefly. So, what is a fun way to greet trick-or-treaters? The hell do you want? So I'm going to tell you guys this now. Perhaps, <laughs> no way. Perhaps you can implement some of these in a few weeks come Halloween. Trying to have sex. What do you want? Oh. Get out of here. Would you like some condoms? <laughs> Slightly used. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you get that one that says you want to join, you run, you run the other way. Oh, yeah. So. Room for one more. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I always like the houses with someone on the porch dressed up, sitting on a chair, completely motionless. And the anxiety of walking up to the door was both terrifying and awesome. So there's one way. Instead of giving them candy, offer them a nickel off. What? 
<laughs> offer them a nickel of their choice off a cookie sheet. Well, that's weird. And it got really well, I, confused. I thought it was going to get weirder because, you know, where I'm nickel and... I don't know where they were Tickle and... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Completely normal until they take candy. Once they take it, drop like a rag doll and have someone behind you freak out stating they took the one piece <laughs> that kept them in their body or something. <laughs> that was the one piece. A 95, 10-meter range flamethrower. I'm here to melt your lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, the last one made me think. What? Isn't it funny on how like as you, you're a kid, your parents are always saying, "Don't take candy from strangers." Oh yeah. This one night of the year, you get to. <laughs> oh yeah, but then they say like, "I need you to inspect your candy because you got it from strangers." <laughs> you know. Well, some people out there find needles and. I don't weird know. Weird candies I... that you don't understand the wording on it. <laughs> I don't like those Bach candies. You go to hell. <laughs> Jesus. Those are horrible candies. How about fruit? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving out fruit on Halloween. Don't worry, because we're going to have that in an episode later on. You know, horrible Halloween treats. We'll be doing that soon. I like that. Oh, yeah. We'll do that one on the uh, the show before Halloween. Okay. How will we do that? I'll, I'll you know Since what? Halloween's on Thursday. Yeah. So, two years ago, I forgot it was Halloween, and I was broke. So I forgot to buy candy. But I did have this big crate of tubes of toothpaste. Sorry, kids, but I guess I'm that house this year. Wow. But only if you have a kid who likes to brush their teeth, they're in heaven. Here, enjoy this after you eat the candy. I know, right? You're going to need it. Gingivitis. Open the door with a machete in hand, but act extremely polite and don't acknowledge the weapon. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's always blood on it. Yeah. Jump out of the bushes in a Jason Voorhees costume. All right. That seems a little easy. But... I opened the door and saw a zombie kid and called them a scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, kid, you're a scary shit. <laughs> Oh, put healthy food in their bags. That will piss them off. Yes, it will. It's Halloween. Yeah. What's you, wrong you with want, you? You want like Reese's peanut butter cups or Hershey bars or something. Yeah. Baby Ruth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yell at them. Get off my property. That would be me. <laughs> Get off my lawn, Lamo. Get out my yard, Lamo. <laughs> I usually dress up as a witch, put the candy in a cauldron, and cackle at them. I also give candy to grown-ups. Well, aren't you a saint? <laughs> Not many people do. The poor grown-ups gotta keep walking with the kid. Actually, you know, what you, should, you know what you should start doing? What? <laughs> if you got the room for it on each side of your, your door. Mm-hmm. On the left side, have all the candy. So, that's for the kids. If they got a parent with them, you got a beer on the other side. <laughs> Oh, get the take the other cauldron. Take get another cauldron and fill it up with nips. <laughs> take one. <laughs> you can walk and drink. <laughs> well, when I was living, uh, when I was living in uh, the town I did before, yeah, and uh, we would have so many people, and you've seen it. Oh yeah. Come trick or treating. I've never seen that many children trick or treating in my life. There were parents walking down the street holding a beer. <laughs> 
Well, you can go ahead. Trick or treat. Actually, the funny thing about that was they had like a uh, like a doctor's coat on. Yeah. Was, they had like fake blood on it and tried to do some kind of a thing. Like they're dressed up too. Yeah. They had like four pockets. They were holding a beer and they had one extra in each pocket. Nice. So they were set for the night. Nice. Got my spares with me. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. It's usually pretty chilly on Halloween too, so they were probably cold beers. I would hope. Mm. It's been getting cold lately. I know. Sucks. I used to start about 20 feet back and run to the door with a gorilla mask on. And at the last second, my roommate would open the door and I would appear (laughs) running, arms waving, and scare the kids. Sometimes they were quite young and get scared enough to not come back for candy. Their parents always laughed, but I felt kind of bad when they were actually really scared. Actually? Don't feel bad. Get glad. Yeah, get glad. Glad day. <laughs> when they say trick or treat, yell trick and dump a bucket of water on their head. <laughs> oh, man. We just said it's chilly. They're going to have pneumonia. I usually sit or stand at the edge of my driveway with some kid-friendly Halloween music playing. If a little kid approaches me, I'll take off the mask that I'm wearing and put it behind me. That's lame. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be funny. It wasn't funny at all. Boo. Exactly. Boo. Boo your sportsmanship. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was doing last night. Like I was just sitting there at the game and I'm like, yay, sports. <laughs> Woo, take them. Hooray for sportsmanship. And you didn't, you're like Homer Simpson with a little flag that just says Sport, go team. Go team. With sports on it. Woo, sports. Um, two tables, one with candy for the kids and one with shots for the adults. There you go. Nice. Very nice. Not the only one with the idea. Uh, And the last one, my neighbors and I usually gather at the entrance of our cul-de-sac and set up a big table with candy and treats, bottles of water, and we get a keg for parents to enjoy. Yeah. These last few have been very alcohol-related, alcohol-related things. Trick or treat for the adults. Um, we have a watering station for and treats for dogs, as there seem to be a lot of dogs out with their families. The moms take the kids out, and dads stay back and hand out candy while smoking cigars, drinking scotch, and playing drunken guess the costume. <laughs> I'm drunk. She looks like a witch. <laughs> She's not a bitch. I said witch. Witch, what? witch! You call her a bitch. She's a witch. You're a bitch. Fuck you. Give me my scotch. My goodness. Oh, goodness. So that's just some ideas you can do if you choose to. Yeah, why not? Especially, um... Have uh, some adult beverages for the adults. (laughs) I think you'd have to have, like, a high-traffic area for that. Because it's like, you know, like like a cul-de-sac kind of thing. I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, I I mean, if you're just, like, on a street, it's like, hey, where are the adults? I got drinks. (laughs) (laughs) That might look a little weird. You never know, though. You never know. Mm-hmm. 
What's up? <laughs> What's up, Sean? What's up? What's up, Sean? <laughs> What's up, Doc? Yeah. What do you got there? What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? It's not Halloween related. No! I'm just kidding. <laughs> was, um, I actually tried to look with the, between yesterday and today at work. Yeah. And I didn't really see many Halloween stuff yet. Oh. That thing that I just did, that was like the only one I saw. Okay. I have a few. Well, that that's but... something I put together using the, the site. <laughs> <laughs> I have I got a few. We'll, you know, we'll spread it out between episodes. Well, I did come across this thing that was kind of funny. Yeah? Well, like How? sarcastically funny. Uh, hits. Uh, popular hits. Yes. The musicians hate playing live. Oh, my God. You know what's weird about this? I'll tell you what. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with, I was probably Jay. And we were talking. If it wasn't Jay, it was with myself. <laughs> it might have been myself. And we were talking about. Well, you say about, you answer um, yourself. I do. Some, a lot of times I do. I was going to say, eh, if you. No, a lot of times I do. And uh, we were talking about just like musicians and stuff and how. Like, all right. A good example would be like Billy Joel, right? He's been playing Piano Man since 1974 that's how old that song is right Mm -hmm. so i said you can't like still be so into playing it right i was like it has to be like and he's admitted on on like tape that a lot of songs he sings he zones out and so i was like you know you can't play piano man for like you know 40 fucking years and Mm -hmm. still be like Yay! <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. I was like, I said, you you have to like lose your zest for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I said, and how like do do musicians like that get like the, you know, the, I don't know, wherewithal to go out on stage and be like, I'm gonna do Margaritaville again for the <laughs> eighth time this week and the five hundredth fucking time this year. It's like, oh my god. Just like having to like, because if you hear a song, it's like, oh, I really like that song. And you can listen to it a few times, whatever. Maybe you listen to it on repeat for a whole day. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, eh, I'm all right with that for a little while. But it's like, if it's, if it's your song, you have to play it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it's like for me, if I ever got the chance to see Jodeci, I would want to hear Lately. Because that's my favorite song. Yeah. And they've been doing that one since 93. They might not want to do it. That's a problem. Well, I think they do it, but they don't do it as long. I think they do almost like a minute and a half, two <laughs> minutes of it, and then go right into another song, which would Ooh. piss me off. <laughs> Prelude song? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be standing up, boo, sing the whole damn thing. <laughs> Get to the chorus. You don't know what I've been through with that song. Oh, my God. Oh I've been through hell. God. Thank you. Oh, my God, Sean. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> My God, what is it? Uh, Jamaican Me Crazy Man, I think, is the name of that episode. <laughs> Sean tells the whole story about Jodeci and Lately and That's calling right? radio stations, huh? That was Kokomo. Yeah, but in the same episode. Oh, yeah. I'd, you would call it for Lately, yeah. too, yeah. I remember, because I, <laughs> I love that story. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, man, can you play my favorite song? <laughs> Sure, what do you like to hear? Oh, Kakamo by the Beach Boys. Love that song. All right, we'll get it on for you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> that is 
and call back late, like wait about 20 minutes i still don't hear it so i call back in some other voice <laughs> he's still trying the voices like dude you that's like five times all right <laughs> we're gonna play the song don't worry you don't have to keep calling and <laughs> using different voices we'll do it oh i don't have to <laughs> bam just shoot myself right there I love how you broke character for the report, too. Fine. He was like, what, really? I'm <laughs> you sorry. You have to keep calling? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that makes it so much funnier. <laughs> when it's like you're calling and you're like, Oi, mate. <laughs> Oi, you come come out by beach boys, eh? <laughs> it's like, you don't have to keep calling. Oh, I don't. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I look forward to hearing the song then. <laughs> you put the fucking song on, I won't be calling you in some AM. I know, minutes. you should have just put the damn song on. There's an AM station anyway. Who the fuck's listening over there on that one? Ain't nobody calling AM stations. <laughs> but, but weird people. It was me before I got um, the soundtrack to Cocktail for my birthday. Yeah. I wasn't calling the station after that. It's good. They're probably like, what happened to that guy? He used to call every hour. Oh, he finally got the soundtrack that had the song on it. He doesn't need us anymore. Uh, okay, so musicians who are tired. I'm playing the certain song, popular hit live. Okay. First one on the list, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Oh, and she shouldn't be singing that song anyway. It's Prince's song. What's the matter with you, girl? <laughs> That's actually mentioned in there. Oh, hey, I'll shut up then. <laughs> Sometimes artists quietly remove songs from their set list. Sometimes they make an actual announcement. That's what Sinead O'Connor did in a since-taken-down 2015 Facebook post, in which she explained that she would no longer be singing her biggest hit, which is Unaligned, because she wasn't able to emotionally identify with it. Quote, if I were to sing it just to please people, I wouldn't be doing my job right, because my job is to be emotionally available. I'd be lying. You'd be getting a lie. But your job is to sing the songs people want to hear. Right. Yes. That said, when she is able to tap into emotional honesty for the song, she'll belt it into the rafters. Case in point, during a rare September 2019 appearance on The Late Late Show, O'Connor sang Nothing Compares to You as a tribute to the late, great, incomparable Prince who wrote the song. Yeah. And I bet she was probably paid a little extra to do it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> Two on list was Oasis, Wonderwall. Oh, I can see why. Frontman Liam Gallagher has never <clears throat> been one to avoid speaking his mind, so it's not really a surprise that he's been so open about his hatred for Wonderwall, <laughs> the band's biggest hit. Every time I have to sing it, I want to gag. Gallagher <laughs> wow. told MTV News in 2008. Jeez, but how do you feel about it, Liam? <laughs> Quote, wow. problem, problem is, it was a big, big tune for us. You go to America and they're like, are you Mr. Wonderwall? You want to chin someone. That means punch someone. <laughs> that means they have a punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, have a very punchable face. <laughs> Next one is Foo Fighters' song, Big Me. Oh, I don't know that one. The iconic video for Big Me by the Foo Fighters parodied a Mentos commercial. Fans never let the band forget it. Frontman David Grohl 
complained that they couldn't play the song without fans pelting them with Mentos. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. We did this show in Canada, and in the middle of the song, someone threw a pack and hit me right in the face. Oh. I recall it in a 2005 interview. I was so upset. Well, upset's in parentheses, so I think he would probably use the word pissed or something. Yeah. Number four, Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl. <laughs> Katy has evolved since, turned into the biggest music scene with I Kissed a Girl in 2008. And so has the culture at large. In a 2018 interview with Glamour, Perry acknowledged the song contains stereotypes that have certainly not aged well. Quote, we've really changed uh, conversionally in the past 10 years. We've come a long way. Bisexually wasn't as talked about back then or any type of fluidity. If she had to do it over again, Perry noted that she'd rewrite the song, so perhaps we have a more woke version to look forward to on a future LP. Okay. <clears throat> Don't waste time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't, uh, no waste Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. We're good. <laughs> Five. Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. Ooh. <laughs> that one's, that's a rough song. In recent years, Eric Clapton has in fact included Tears in Heaven on his set list, but the song is still widely thought of as one he will never play. Fans assume that was because the intense emotional plane associated with the track, which has written as a way for Clapton to process his grief following the tragic death of his four-year-old son in 1991. But when the artist in initially retired Tears in Heaven 15 years ago, along with My Father's Eyes, another song about his son, he said it was actually... Actually? Because he no longer <laughs> felt the loss. The songs probably need a rest, he told today in 2004. Maybe I'll introduce them in a much more detached point of view. Oh, that's, that's interesting. <clears throat> Six. <laughs> Madonna. <It's fine. laughs> Madonna, like a virgin. <laughs> uh... <laughs> not gonna it's too easy it's yeah. that joke's too easy go ahead everyone but madonna seems to obsess with her age the <laughs> pop legend is still making new music and selling out massive venues all around exhibiting an uh, irrepressible <laughs> experience sure yeah nevertheless the idea of the now 61 year old diva doing like a virgin doesn't feel right to her in 2008, okay, now we just backtracked like 11 years ago. Seriously? She told a New York radio station that she could no longer do it, parentheses, or another early single holiday. Quote, I just can't unless someone paid me like $30 million, she joked. I don't think that's a joke. <laughs> you offer her $30 million to do those songs, I'm sure she'll take it. I, I you know, no. No. <laughs> Uh, there, I don't. First of all, I'm not a big Madonna fan. Secondly, I mean, what? no. I mean, those songs are garbage, and now I can't hear anything. What the fuck? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is with the technical difficulties? I do not approve. The show. I don't consent. I don't <laughs> consent. It's because we have most of the show early here. Oh my god! Every time we try to like do something ahead, something happens and it knocks us backward. Anyway, those two songs by Madonna are trash. 
I have no doubt that if you offered her the, that money, she would be shaking her butt, <laughs> singing like a virgin. Oh, she'd roll around the ground again. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Wrinkly ass and all. Oh, dear. Seven. Beastie Boys. Fight for your right to party. That. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> I'm glad to hear them say that, actually. 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 The problem with the first major Beastie Boys single is that listeners missed the point entirely. The song was ironic and everyone took it way too seriously. For a while, the group went along with the joke, even filming a music video that kept up the <clears throat> joke. No. But they stopped performing the song altogether in 1987. The problem, as they explained to NPR in a 2011 interview, was that they themselves had started to forget that Fight for Your Right was intended as a parody and we were giving it to the drunken frat boy stereotype they'd been mocking. It's almost like we started out kind of goofing on it, said the late Adam Yoke. No, what's his last name? Adam Yosh, yeah. Yosh, no good. But then just sort of became it in a way. <laughs> I agree. That's not like even close to one of their best songs. They should dump it. Mm. Dump used, it! I used to like What You Want and Sabotage. Sabotage is a good song. And Intergalactical was another one of my favorites. That's all right, yeah. Intergalactical. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Ooh. Well, Led First Zeppelin. First of all, it's a long-ass song. <laughs> well, there's one reason to stop. Everybody's dead, except for Robert Plant. <laughs> you can keep going. <laughs> Jimmy Page is still alive, but, I mean, they don't even tour together, so... While they, while they disbanded in 1980, lead singer Robert Plant has spent the last few decades touring with his solo projects, and the song is not on his set list. Mm. He's explained, he explained his retirement fairly in a 1988 interview with the LA Times, quote, I'd break out in hives if I had to sing that song in every show. Yeah. I wrote those lyrics and found out the, the song to be some importance and consequence in 1971 but 17 years later i don't know it's just not for me 48 that's all folks <laughs> 48 years later it's still not okay nine nirvana smells like teen spirit well there's a big problem with that <laughs> you did but go on Fans who saw Nirvana back in the day might have been disappointed not to hear the Grunge Master's biggest hit, Smells Like Teen Spirit. At one show in particular, Rolling Stone reported that the omission inspired a, quote, loud chorus of booze. But lead singer Kurt Cobain, who died by suicide in 94, told the magazine before his death that... (laughs) I'd be more impressed if he told them after he died. That his discomfort with fame and the overwhelming success of the song made playing it, quote, an embarrassment. I can barely, especially on a bad night like tonight, get through Teen Spirit, he said. I literally want to throw my guitar down and walk away. I can't pretend to have a good time playing it. Hmm. And then there was the infamous 92 performance in Buenos Aires. The audience wasn't feeling about his opening act. Uh, Calamity Jane, an all-female grunge punk band 
booed them off the stage. Mm-hmm. Appalled at the sexism, Cobain and company started every song on set by playing the opening riff to Smell Like Teen Spirit before playing an obscure, obscure B-side, <laughs> repeatedly teasing the audience without giving them what they wanted. Wow. The that... entire show, not a single radio-friendly hit was played. That whole set was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had, said Cobain later. Wow. What a power douche move. <laughs> that is a power douche move. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. Five more and I'm done with the list. All right. We're ready. R.E.M. Shiny Happy People. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, rah. That's how I felt about the song. Uh. While they broke up in 2011, lead singer Michael Seip had been spreading the word about this new solo project. But if you end up seeing him on a tour, don't expect to hear a rendition of the 91 smash Shiny Happy People. Though he's refrained from exp- uh, bad-mouthing the song, which, fun side note, was almost the theme song for Friends. Uh, Stipe is clearly not a fan. In 2003 interview, he said the song, quote, has limited appeal for me. But added, quote, there might be someone out there who hears that to whom the song means everything. To whom the song represents something in their life, which is essential. I don't want to take that from them. See, that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. I don't like them, but that's actually a good way to look at it. He's like, I don't want to take away from your joy, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy it. Yeah. There you go. Like, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. A negative into a positive. Yeah. 11. Corn. Right. Band Corn. Song yeah. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy has never... Been an easy song for corn leader Jonathan Davis to perform, and with good reason. It's about the sexual abuse he suffered as a child. Oh, Jesus! The album version ends with Davis breaking down in tears, and for years the band couldn't perform Daddy live. So it was news in 2015. Oh, my God! I'm sorry, but that is fucking rough! In 2015, when corn introduced the song back into the set list after two decades... It's not going to affect me like it did back then. I buried that. I'm just going to play the song for the people that need it. Okay. Another one. Yeah. Turning the positive. Yeah. That's so... Wow. That took a dark turn. <laughs> Jesus. I have two Corn albums, and I've only listened to two songs by them. I only uh, the the only way I've ever heard Corn they did a song with Ice Cube that's the only thing that I know. Uh, I used yeah. to like I used to like the song Blind because mm-hmm. uh, the music itself is played almost like Stone Cold Steve Austin's original theme from ninety six mm-hmm. to ninety eight, so I kind of identify with that song for a little while. Mm-hmm. And they did a uh, Twisted Transistor, which is my favorite one. Okay. Next, Coldplay, Speed of Sound. In 2016 interview, Howard Stern asked Coldplay league singer Chris Martin if anyone, if any of the band's misfires became massive hits. He pointed this X and Y lead single. Quote, I think we just did a bad recording, he said of Speed of Sound. Beyond that, Martin must not be fond of the song, which Coldplay has only played live in a handful of times over the past several years. Hmm. Two more. All right. Miley Cyrus, Party in the USA. (laughs) 
How much does Miley Cyrus hate her earworm of a single, Party in the USA? Well, in 2011, Page Six reported that the pop star once asked the DJ to play any of her songs, but not that one. And when Jimmy Fallon tested her, quote, name that song, skills in 2018 on The Tonight Show, she didn't even recognize it. Maybe it's because she never really connected to the lyrics. Cyrus infamously said in 2009 that she didn't know which Jay-Z song her track referenced because she never actually heard one. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Last one. John Mellencamp, Jack and Diane. Oh, okay. Mellencamp knows his fans wants to hear the little dirty about Jack and Diane, but the song's troubled history has somewhat soared him on, on it. You see, quote, Jack and Diane was originally about an uh, interracial couple, but that didn't jive well with record execs originally. Mellencamp told HuffPost in 2014, though he plays it at some of his concerts, He's downplayed the song's success over the years. Quote, I don't take pride in the fact that one song was able to climb the, the charts and one song wasn't. He said in a 2005 interview, I take pride in the fact that I was able to create these songs that seem to be more important than the fact that the song was a hit or that song was a hit. <laughs> That's weird. All right. That's a weird way to say it. <sighs> but it's John Mellencamp, so I am not surprised. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, like I said, you can check out uh, the first thirty or so on YouTube, and we have other stuff up on YouTube, like Urbex stuff. It's very good stuff. Go check that out. Subscribe we- if you haven't. Ah, damn it! Like, subscribe, ring the bell, Joe. Um, we will see you next time. Ding! Exactly! We will see you next time. Sean's got something to tell you. Uh, thumbs up. <laughs> I can't do it because it's a video. The thumbs up! Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh, bugger, bugger. Don't Break- do it! Don't do it! You're a game tired. woman! I am tired! <laughs> I am tired! Oh my god! Have a good everything. And be on the game more than she is. <laughs> That's not hard. Do yourself a favor, and if uh, your favorite football team's on during the week, go watch them and don't go see them. <laughs> because you won't know what the fuck you're thinking about. <laughs>